Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Happy Friday! Hey! Yeah. Uh, we got a couple things going on on today's podcast. Oh, okay. We got a special oh. guest from The Bachelor coming on. Oh, The Bachelor. The Bachelor. Yeah, he's a hot young man. Oh, that sounds so tasty. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah, and Holly. Hi, hi. Hi, hello. hi, Holly. We got a uh, email from yesterday. Oh, I from- love the email. Yes, from Wednesday's podcast. All right, starting to drift a little bit. I'm so excited. I love it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so we got an email from uh, Wednesday's podcast that we got to get to. Oh, was that um, the one the guy called about today? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, he sent me an email. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I don't know which way this is going to go. Yeah, so we had a guy that called in earlier today. Um, and, Scott, go ahead and get the phone ready for the podcast. Um, we had a guy call up. And say, hey, what's your email address? I have something to tell you all about Wednesday's podcast. He's like, I've been listening to Wednesday's podcast, and I can't find your email, mm. and I need to email you. Mm-hmm. And he was like, thank you very much. I was like, this could go either Hello? way. This could be bad or oh, good. Connor? Hey. Hello. We've got Connor. What's going on? Uh, welcome to Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Um, so we uh, we know that you have a short time frame uh, to be on with us, but just to catch everyone up, because we literally just started recording our podcast, and um, he said he has to uh, bounce in a little bit for some tea time. I'm sure oh, that's tea time. His like words, a tea time? And not yours, Miguel, because I feel like you don't speak that way. N- no, no. Actually, he, you didn't say bounce, did you? No, you said, you, you said, I have tea time coming up. I have tea time, yeah. I mean, beautiful day out in Peeve. You got to take advantage of it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's just tell you who Connor is. Connor is a local resident here in St. Pete who has been on national television. You were on The Bachelorette. That's nuts. I was. I was. It was uh, was quite the experience, not going to lie. But um, I'm washed up now, not going to lie. It's been a couple years, but um, it's still pretty fun to... Kind of reminisce, watch the shows back, even watch the new Bachelor right now. It's been uh, kind of relived the whole experience. Yeah. yeah. No, I can only imagine. We talked to a guy that I used to know that lived here that was a reporter. I don't know if you know him, Garen. Um, he was just on the latest season of The Bachelorette, and we talked to him um, this fall, and he was talking about it. And so I feel like he's still living in that world right now in, like, doing interviews yeah. and, you know, the – being in the Bachelor Nation, do you have any contact with it all? Are you like, I'm done, it's over, bye? I mean, once you kind of get on it and you don't become the Bachelor afterwards, it's uh, it's hard to get back into it. Um, I still keep in contact with most of the guys from my season and uh, just following it through social media and everything. It's just cool to still connect and have those people at the time come up to you, recognize you, everything like that. But like I said, I'm washed up now, just just kind of living life, focusing on myself, focusing on my family. But uh, it was still a good experience. 
with dating right now, I mean, are, are you dating anybody right now? I don't know if you're single or in a yes. relationship. Okay, so you're... No, okay. I'm, I'm in a relationship, yeah. How was that going into a relationship after being on The Bachelorette? Like, do they know you from the show? Is it like a topic of discussion in the beginning? How does that go? No, I mean, so personally, I... How I met my girlfriend now is through the gym. She didn't really know anything about The Bachelor Bachelorette, which is a great thing. Wow. Um, like I said, I've been I've been out of the game for with that national tv for probably three four years now yeah maybe three years i don't even know but um it slowly dwindled away which is completely fine with me but it once for i think for anything but once i was ready to take that step and move into an actual you know the next step of my life with yeah. a girlfriend and marriage and everything like that oh. that's when all that stuff kind of goes away but you could play the game and and kind of uh key up so to speak the national tv hey i was out there hey you recognize me stuff like that but now that i'm uh moved on from that it's good to find somebody that didn't, doesn't really care if i was on tv or not you know loves love me it. for me yeah. well i feel like <laughs> all of us sitting in this room right now holly scott and myself we'd be like 10 years later did you know <laughs> i have a plaque yeah. on my wall i yeah. was on national it's television like in your bio still <laughs> like on yeah, instagram exactly. <laughs> that's, how, that's how i introduced myself i love yeah, it Connor, i was on national tv whatever right. i love it well we're not talking to you about that we're actually talking about something that if you go to Connor's Instagram, oh. you can see that you are very much a fitness guy. And you and I have participated in this really cool free virtual program that the people over at Social oh God, Social Mind Body have sort of rolled out for Tampa Bay, these free workouts. I recorded a uh, podcast with these two runners for to do a virtual 5K, which is out now. Mm. And then, Connor, you just did a like a, a free workout. Sort of walk us through what you did. Yeah, so let me correct you right there, Miguel. Uh, mind, body, social. Thank I got you. you on that. Thank you. But, uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's a, it's all virtual. It's all free. So it's super cool. I've been into health and fitness for pretty much my entire life, played college and professional baseball, but that's how I kind of got the passion for it. But, um, long story short, um, you know, we, we, I teamed up with mind body social to introduce a virtual workout for anybody and everybody. So, you know, if you go to my page or go to the mind body social swipe up link, you can see all these different type of workouts with all these local trainers, uh, yogis everybody so any type of level you're at any type of fitness or uh interest you have there it's it's there for you so it's cool to have that network of people that we can connect with locally as well as across you know the nation to go about these workouts whenever you want especially with the quarantine and the covid and everything like that it's cool to have an indoor workout or go to a park by yourself and and get that same type of workout in that's, that's really, really cool. cool i like that i like that it's accessible for everybody, it's not just targeting like a certain group of people. Because, like for example, myself, I'm not that into fitness, but I'm trying to do workouts so that I can like you know help myself. But it seems like right. this is for for everybody like that, and I like that it feels inclusive. Yeah, and that's the thing too. I mean, sometimes on my page, I like to present my fitness and my kind of uh, training style, which might freak people out, might not. And, you know, whatever level you're at doesn't matter because through my through my company through my brand through my teachings i work with anybody and anybody so right. you know young kids to nine to fivers to rehab elder people it doesn't really matter you could still get a workout in and it's about starting at your fitness level and what your interests are so that you can progress and make it a lifestyle change and you can see your body feeling better 
looking better and have kind of confidence to know what movements are going to help you, you know, for the rest of your life. Yeah, I love that. That's, That's so really cool. cool. Uh, yeah, so yeah. you did in Siesta Key a video, and is it just like a 20, 30-minute workout that you lead people through? Yeah, it's, it's, there's a there's a warm-up in there, but it's about, I would say about 25 to 30 minutes in total um, of four different blocks, and we go through, you know, upper, lower, lower total body, and there's modifications, again, for any fitness level. Let me make that clear. Um, so if you want to hop on there and check it out, you guys will have modifications if you're just starting out at that beginner level, or, you know, you could spice it up with me and get after it. But it's all based off time, which I find is uh, very good fitness kind of strategy for anybody so again if you're just starting out you can still get work done in that time interval or if you're at that you know expert level you can again like i said i like to use the word spice it up because that's what it is but you could spice it up with me and uh get after it um because this is our podcast and we're not in a super professional setting i have to ask this question because i see scott is like looking through your instagram now are you shirtless (laughs) in this video that you did (laughs) with mind body social or are you fully clothed how about this? Why don't you go swipe up hey! and see for yourself? Oh, <laughs> Adam, hey. That is a man that was on national television who knows how to tease. Major market teaser right there. I love it. Exactly. There you go. Uh, well, real quick, uh, what is your Instagram if people want to go take a look? Yeah, so my uh, social media Instagram is at IAM underscore CJO. And, um, again, I have kind of my lifestyle brand on there. I, I'm starting to promote some more workouts uh, through my social media and through you, uh, YouTube channel that again targets everybody and anybody teaching, you know, proper movements in the gym, um, total body workouts, lower, upper core, um, stretching, if you will. But um, also I have a website, CJO Fitness, um, and it's also on my social media as well that you guys can check out, you know, my page, what I'm about, and, uh, you know, we connect from there. And like I said, hit me up, message me, let me know you're interested, and I'm only here to help and progress anybody at any level they're at. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us and letting us harass you a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Loved <laughs> and, it. And go enjoy your tea time before the weather gets bad here yes. in, uh, in St. Yeah. Pete this weekend. Wish me luck out here. Thank you, guys. Awesome. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Peace and love. Have a good one. Uh, so, yeah, it's really cool. Mind, body, social. I did the – I didn't do it. I helped <laughs> Come on, Miguel. record – uh, I interviewed two like long distance runners, and one of the the women that I interviewed, she recently did like a fifty k, like Ooh. insane. Like the people that asked me to do this, because like what? it's it's all for free, and I was like, yeah, I love promoting anything with health and wellness, and they were like, well, we want you to record this sort of long form podcast, basically, where you interview these two runners. Do you need any help? I'm like, no, I'm just. I'm just curious. And so, like, I just sat and asked them about their experiences when it comes to running. You're supposed to listen to it when you do a a 5K on your own, whether you're walking or running. So I talked to them about their experience, and it was just super fascinating. I would always feel like, because I have no idea about anything, I wouldn't even know what's a dumb question. Oh, oh, I, if you ever. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, I can't do this because I'd be like, how many miles is a 5K again? And they'd be like, who got this dumb to interview us? So I feel like I can't do those types of interviews because I, I know so little. Well, that's why I approached it as like a, hey, I have absolutely no clue 
that about that world. <laughs> yeah. Like I can talk about CrossFit and what we do there, but yeah. I have no clue how to do anything when it comes to running. So it was really fascinating. So if you're curious, uh, Mind Body Social, they're doing these, um, they're releasing these videos, and it's it's really interesting their story where. They are from Miami, and they did it down there with Kimmy B, who oh. you hear at night yep. um, on our station. I saw station. you on her story, and that's when I was like, oh, I see what's going on. Yeah, so she did it down there, so she connected me with them because she knows I'm into CrossFit and stuff and said, hey, yeah. can yeah. you help them out? Because she did a very similar thing with them. So, yeah, so it's really cool. It's all for free, um, so just check that out. But I, to be completely honest, I didn't realize until – halfway through us talking to Connor that I saw him maybe like two years ago. It was like maybe right after he was off The Bachelorette. Oh. oh. And I remember seeing him at um, a, a Publix on 4th and 38th. Yeah. He goes to our Publix? Yeah. I mean, no, this was like a couple of years ago. Because I just, it like just hit me as he was talking. Yeah. Because I wanted to like go up to him and be like, Hey, I'm Miguel from the radio. We'd love to chat with you sometime. Ah. But I didn't know his name. And, oh. like, I was trying to, like, look it up real quick. And then by the time I found his name, he was already gone. Yeah. And so I was, like, when he had to go to a tea time. So I was, like, there's no use in telling that story. But, yeah, but he seems really, really nice. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a great guy. Uh, Scott, when you – because I feel like when you look at guys like that, do you feel some sort of way – like, like, what do you I, mean? Like, I saw you looking through his Instagram when I showed you his picture earlier. I mean, you were, like, looking, like, you went deep in his well, Instagram. Well, you know, I think, like, the lifestyle that he lives is a very, it's, there's a couple things that overlap with my type of lifestyle. So, it's, like, I respect it. And I know, like, it takes a lot of work. Because if you go to his Instagram, like, he just said, like, the dude's ripped. Yeah. Like, just, wow. And it's impressive. Like, I look at guys and that's, like, it's not even any, like, sexual way. It's, like, I, I'm, like, Damn. It's, you a, it's go, like an buddy. inspirational thing. Absolutely. It's like I look toward that. And I'm like, I like it. I respect it because I, I do know the work that goes into making that happen because that is no easy feat at all. That is constant work. Right. And so for me, I'm like, it's almost like, you know, all right, cool. That's manageable. I can do that. And then it's like that's one of those things that in my head, when I go probably work out later today, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's make a step toward that. If I wanted to, but again, those goals aren't exactly no. where I want to be. It just depends. You know, I go through phases all the time, whether it's like I want to be a little thicker, I want to be a little slimmer, I want to be a little more cut when it comes to fitness and stuff. Some thickums. Hey, but the fitness world is something I'm really starting to consider, like, having as another side hustle as soon as I manage the rest of my life. <laughs> tapping say, that. You, yeah, you well, once well, at a time. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'll be down the line. But it is something I love. I've always right. loved fitness and stuff. And I've always kind of thought about maybe becoming a physical trainer and doing all that stuff to maybe even have a side business. But that wouldn't be anytime now. But it's what he's doing. And so to see somebody that's doing it and being successful at it, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's pretty cool to see somebody doing something I potentially might want to do. For sure. Yeah. I looked at his Instagram and I was like, Oh my God, girl! <laughs> yep, Miguel showed me, and I was like, "Oh my!" Like this Dude is what is I ripped. when I see that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, "That, like I, re- I respect this man." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Scott's right. I respect his hustle, and like I, I see all the hard work that goes into not only his job and what he's doing, but also his body. And I don't know, like if I was totally single, I wouldn't even. I'd be like, "Oh, that's not." It's like art. Like you go to a museum so and yeah. you're like, oh, that's pretty. That's like, that's really nice. That's a, that's sexual. It's attractive. It's not for me. See, that's so like, ah, uh, it weird? took me so, well, kind of, because I think in a, a lot of our minds and it's so, something that kind of takes some time to like readjust because uh, this is where I kind of just pinpoint in the last couple minutes. It's like, I look toward him 
and my natural competitive side comes out, and I'm like, all right, bitch, like I want to compete, like I want to, like I want to make my body be- like better physically. Weirdly enough, like that's how I started working out when I was younger because yeah. I didn't have a lot of stuff really well, going in my favor. Makes sense. Well, yeah, but it's like okay, if I could at least be stronger and better built, like that could make me stand out better than you. That could make me and the second hand of it more attractive. And so it took me a couple of years to finally realize. I was like, wait, no, actually, it's. I guess that's not even on one of the top three that, in my case, the ladies were looking for. It was kind of just like a little. Oh, that's a positive. Cool. But it was nowhere near as high of a priority for them as it was for me. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like, it doesn't matter. As much as I get in my head and I'm like, oh my god, I feel like crap. Like a girl's not gonna be like, Mm-mm, yeah, no, you look bad today. Not doing it. Yeah, I mean, I feel yeah. like, and Holly, you can speak on this more than I can. Um, but I, I think that's where sort of like gay men and women separate mm. when it comes to how they look at men. Very like, much. Women can be like, oh, girl, I don't want that. Bye. Whereas like as a gay man, if I were single, I would have been like, girl, I'm about to get this bitch. You don't know. I may got about five chins <laughs> on this bitch, but he going to eat one of them. Hey. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. That was my mentality. I was like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to shoot my shot. I don't care. Now I'm like, eh, not so much. But for women, Holly, you're like, no. It doesn't seem even realistic. And right. even even if I thought, in, a, and maybe this is like a, a this this is probably an individual uh, self-esteem issue that goes back to, like, middle and high school. Yeah. I'm like, he definitely is not in my league. I would mm. never even assume that a guy like that look like that right. would even, like, want to talk to me, <sighs> A. Yeah. B, it's like we don't have anything in common. Mm. Like, if we go, if, if we were even able to, like, let's just say grab drinks or something, right. I'd be like, I eat pizza sometimes. (laughs) I don't know what to talk to you about. Like, it just doesn't compute. It does not compute, which in, and I I don't, I hate always like being like the female representative sometimes, kind of like how how you sometimes don't want to be like the representation of black people. Mm -hmm. Because I know women are so diverse and this is a broad stroke. However, it's like I need there to be a little something in my fantasy that connects me to reality Mm. in order to let that fantasy continue like explain i so i need it to be slightly realistic so like to ah. me i looked at his instagram and i'm like obviously this is a very attractive man mm-hmm. but it's like there's not anything that would tether it to reality for me mm. we wouldn't go out right. if we did we'd have nothing that's in common like we don't i'm not interested and he's not interested like there's that's not even going to become a fantasy for me because i'm like that's that's like watching a movie. I don't know. See, but here's what I've realized, and especially in this maybe could be the, more the gay world. I don't know about, like, straight men that look like uh, how Connor looks. But what I discovered in working in gay clubs and, like, hosting drag shows and in the gay clubs, they would have these, like, really attractive male dancers that would come in that look like Connor. And when I first started working there, I would be, like, embarrassed to almost talk to them because I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, they're so hot. And back then, I was just, like, shapes. Like, I just didn't work out. Like, I was just, like, wasn't confident at all in myself whatsoever. And I remember one of the dancers one time we were chatting before the night got started, and he's like, listen, most of these guys that look like that, 
they're working out to overcompensate for something. 100%. Yes. I uh, so get that now. They are I do not, get that. Right. So they're not coming in here being like, look at me. Like, they may do that, but that's an act to make themselves feel that way. Mm. But they're, and he was like, I've seen so many male dancers, if they're if they're not the center of attention that night, and usually it'll be like some nun, uh, new young guy that'll get all the attention and all the money and like maybe someone who's a couple years older, they will cry in the back because like nobody paid them any attention. So believe me when I tell you, Miguel, that like you okay. Yeah. And my mind was like, I know, but I can't, like, it must be a psychological thing that I can't shake. And I mean no disrespect to that type of person, by the way. I just don't, I I feel like maybe there's a trust issue or there's, like, some kind of, I, I... I honestly haven't been, I'm not having sat with this to psycho- psychoanalyze it. Right. So I'm not well spoken on it, but there's something there. There's Scott. something where I'm just like, that's not for me. Scott, you had something to say? Well, it just it made me think of what you just said when like people, you know, they work out constantly, like there's something else that's going on. So when you're like you're intimidated to talk to them, and I thought about it because I just did an ask me anything on my Instagram yesterday. So at Scott Tavlin, it's not gonna be there anymore, but I do them like every week. And my buddy, well, he's like a good friend of mine, which was interesting that he asked this. He's because earlier in the show, like I took off my shirt in the studio because I was hot. Like I literally was like sweating, and it, it was a whole video thing. It was a funny Wait, moment. By the way, the TikTok that Miguel made with that, hilarious. <laughs> it was just funny. It was like, why am I without a shirt? And then my buddy asked me on my Ask Me Anything. He's like, would you have taken your shirt off if you didn't look the way you did? And I don't know what the answer he was looking for, but the honest answer hmm. that I said, and like I kind of got transparent. I hope people really took it to heart. It's like, probably not, because the only reason I really started working out was because I was very self-conscious about my body. And the only reason I continue to work out is because I'm still very self-conscious about my body. And even in that video, what a lot of people don't understand is like, the minute I saw it, like, as soon as I saw it, I started judging myself. And I looked at myself and I said, Scott, like, what the, ew, like, I just didn't like it. And I talked about that in my story, and I was like, I had to correct my brain to be like, no, bitch, you're fine. You look okay. Don't obsess over these little things. But that's the other side that people don't see. It's like you may see in like, oh, my God, showing off, flexing, probably so cocky. But the other side of it is like, wait, the second I saw that, I was already becoming critical on the way I looked. And so to answer my buddy's question, I was like, no, I probably wouldn't have posted it because I didn't even know what it looked like before it was posted. And then I looked closer. I didn't want to take it down because I wasn't thrilled with it because that wouldn't be authentic to this story. So it kind of just goes deeper into understanding. It's like people that, you know, whether they look a certain way or have a certain lifestyle, it's like there is a different layer to it that is a little deeper. I mean, I think the biggest thing to take away is that everybody has insecurities. No matter. I'm sure if we had more time to chat with Connor and to, you know, dig a little more deeper, you know, he would reveal that maybe it's his skin or back acne or whatever the case may be like everybody deals with some sort of insecurity mm-hmm. it's universal yeah it's universal to everyone and no one can uh, no one can escape that and like i've gotten to the place now where i was always like one day with crossfit i'm going to look like that i'm going to look like connor i'm going to look like scott and then about a year ago i was like i don't in order to do that i don't want to cut out the things that I need to cut out to make that happen. Mm. I just want to be healthy. That's. I just don't want to have a heart attack. I don't want to have high blood pressure. You want to be healthy. Exactly. And, like, that's where I've come to. And, like, there's just one picture of me from when we were doing, uh, I think it was the American Music Awards. 
or the Billboard Awards where I I just looked healthy. And that's actually, that picture is on my dream board because I'm only like 10 pounds away from that. Mm. But like, that's when I like felt good about myself. And that doesn't happen very often where I'm like, oh, Miguel, you look good. But I remember taking that picture and being like, okay, bitch, you look good. I'm like, I just want to get to that moment again. And then I'm good there. I don't need a six pack. I don't need to take my shirt off anywhere. It's just for me and Abe, and that is it. Yeah. Um. All right. Before we uh, end, uh, we end. Let's get to this email. Yes. That we got. Almost about. forgot. I'm mm-hmm. so curious. This was in regards to Wednesday's podcast. Yes. When we were talking okay. about women faking the big O. Oh. 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 <laughs> so if you missed that. Uh, go check out. Uh, I feel like we could have talked on that for like another hour, by the way. Oh, absolutely. I got so many messages about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Everyone wants to let me know. That they're faking it? Yes. <laughs> Not to me. <laughs> I haven't been with that many, but. I know, no. I know. Wait, when you say people, was it women you've been with that were like. No, it's just no. women oh, in, just general, in general letting me know that it's a thing. And, and I was like, also, women get it. don't remember like specific instances of like faking it or like they'll remember really good times, mm-hmm. and, but they don't remember like no one's going to be like, hey, on the 23rd, I faked <laughs> it. Like nobody even remembers. It's it's fine. Anyway, here's the message <laughs> from David. <clears throat> oh, here. Hi. Hey. Just finished listening to. Damn it. Sorry. Notifications. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Just finished listening to the uh, captioned and felt inclined to reach out or the podcast and inclined to reach out. Not positive why. Don't know if Mercury retrograde has anything to do with it. Said with my best Scotty impersonation as I don't completely subscribe to this either. (laughs) But this is now the third time in the last week that I've heard I've heard this topic. Wow. I listen. (laughs) What is happening? I listen to another podcast uh, called Sex with Emily. Honestly, I suggest everyone add this to their list because I've been listening for a few months and have learned so much. And their podcast from February 26th. 2021 episode touched on how women are conditioned to be there for the guy and not actually enjoy their role in sex. Mm. A few days later, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend and she brought up how girls typically take it without joy for Mm. so long because they don't know better. I then shared with her about the podcast I just listened to, which led to further conversations, including how do we teach our kids? She has two boys. I have a boy and a girl to not continue this dysfunctional part of society. We didn't reach a conclusion. Now, a couple of days later, I hear Holly's comments on her experiences, which basically mirror what was discussed in the Sex with Emily podcast and my girlfriend's experience. And frankly, I find it heartbreaking. Mm. I don't know how, but somehow we need to find a way to educate the masses. Maybe as part of sex ed in school, like how one boy's what you're watching in porn isn't the, isn't the way to carry yourself in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And two, girls, your pleasure matters. Mm-hmm. Again, three times within a week compelled me to reach out and comment. <laughs> I don't know the answer, but thought maybe with y'all's platform and resources, you could do something or at least have a better idea of which way to look as it pertains to help starting the conversation on a bigger scale. Mm. Uh, I enjoy and listen to most of y'all's podcasts and show. Appreciate everything you all do to help the masses get through the day. Have a great weekend, David. Wow, oh, thank David. you. Okay. That was insightful and not as scary as I thought. Okay. It was. Right? <laughs> I wasn't sure what to expect. <laughs> when yet, someone calls up the station and goes, "What's your email?" You're like, oh. "All right, here You're we like, go." You're like, "Oh Jesus!" I pissed someone off. Yeah. Holly, how does this strike you? Really insightful, uh, and I find it 
very refreshing and um, just great that a guy is coming into this awareness and understands. Mm. Like Scott, you know, I mean, like, first of all, you're, you're not even to the, like, you, you're still dealing with your own mind-blown situation of the fact that this is not just a movie trope. It exists mm-hmm. <laughs> in real life. Right. Um, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it just sucks because we are at this place where we're not there yet. We're not there. No. Because it still is seen as taboo yes. to talk about women's pleasure and make it important and forefront. Mm. And I guess it's just that, you know what? It, it also comes down to biology, too. It's so much easier for most men, and I'm not blanketing all because there are men that deal with different either, like, you know, ED or, like, PTSD from, you know, their own thing or whatever. So it's not all men. Yeah. But a majority of men, it's it's pretty easy. You flick the thing and it. Boop. The wind blows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wear the right pants. Right. So it's almost <laughs> like you are, you, you, it's not an issue. Right. That's just, and it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's easy. For women, it's so much more difficult. It's like this complex maze of like, did, did you go to this level and then that level and then you had to come back down here and then you got over there and do, 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 do. To make it happen, it's uh-huh. almost like, you know, this m- mythical thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coupled with the fact that we weren't supposed to talk about it. Right. Yes. Like I said in the other podcast, like, it's been trained that, like, it doesn't matter. It's not about you. So Shut up. Like, mm. you will just enjoy it. That's all you need to say. So it's like both. It's hard to get there in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's also difficult because you're not supposed to talk about it. And so it, we're at this weird junction. And I wish there was an answer. And I, David is so right. Like, I, he said that he had a conversation with his girlfriend or wife or his partner, and, and they didn't come to a conclusion. Because what do you do? Right. I mean, I, I think mm. letting girls, and I'm also, as we're having this conversation, I'm also having another, like, mind explosion is we're finally realizing, and when I say this, I don't want it to come off as offensive. Um, it's okay. Just say it. White males are not the center of the universe. Wait, what? <laughs> right? <Yeah>. What? <laughs> Surprise! But, they, but, they, but, but hold on. Hold on. Let, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me explain. Okay. Because if you are a white male, straight white male, you're like, okay, here we go. I'm not saying that you, Scott, as a white male. Yes. Or um, any other straight white male, you listening, like David, walk around every day saying, I fucking rule this shit. I'm the king of the motherfucking castle. Yeah, Look no. at me. I don't think that happens. It doesn't. No, it's just it doesn't. The, it's under things that we don't see. Right. I mean, you have like those racists that think that. But well, that's a whole different story. We're, we're not using those exceptions. Right. I'm just saying someone like Scott or part. David, for the most part, you don't think that. But what I mean is our society has been built to cater to straight white men. Literally, our country, the only people that were considered citizens yeah. who could vote were white male owners with property. Like, that was right. the base of our society, of our of our country. Correct. And it's just built on that. And so when you think about the standard of beauty in our country, it's not me, it's not you, Holly, it's Scott. 
You are the standard definition, and everything from there is judged, good or bad, on mm-hmm. that. That's why me, as a black person, no one ever told me growing up, black isn't beautiful. Being bigger is beautiful. Be yourself. It was, oh, look, uh, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, those are the hot guys. Jennifer Aniston, Sandra Bullock, those are the hot women. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Now, and this is what I love about this moment we're in, is that we're finally getting to this point to where we're understanding that you can look and have a different standard for different people, or there doesn't even need to be a standard, that you can just say, hey, look, Lizzo is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Holly is beautiful. Scott, you're beautiful. I'm beautiful. Uh, uh, Gabri Sidibe is beautiful. Everybody is beautiful in their own right, and there doesn't need to be a standard, and everybody can have a seat at the table, mm. and no one is taking away from anybody that we all have a seat There's at the table, room. and it can be fair. And that's the point that we're getting to. And so to bring it all back to the women issue, we're getting to a point to where we can have these honest conversations. And even with when Maya gets to that age and you can have a very frank conversation that, hey, sex is not just for the man. Right. You need to enjoy yourself. You explore on your own to figure out what that means for you. But when you finally decide to enter into a sexual relationship... It's not about him. Right. What you see, what little boys see in porn, that ain't real. I mean, and now, oh, and I think about all those times. Lots to think about for my kid. Right. Like, I don't even know when this is all going to happen, but it's. But, uh, like, I, I think about those conversations, Holly, we had back in the day when we were with Kramer and we would be on the air and we used to, like, laugh and joke that Holly watches, you know, uh, lesbian porn. And it was like, ooh, ha, ha. But we were too young to really realize at the time the implications of that. Yeah, I didn't even know why I was watching it, by the way. Right, I just knew that that's what did it for me. And then (laughs) Kramer, and this is not his fault. It was a different time, okay? And by the way, because I know he listens to every episode, Kramer is amazing. He's a great friend, and we love him. And (laughs) this is what I'm saying. Like, it was a a different time. So Mm -hmm. hold on to your your knickers. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I, I watched, because we got into, like, some raunchy shit. <laughs> and he was like, well, what kind of porn you watch? And I was like, well, I like girl-on-girl porn. And he was like, well, you must be a lesbian. <laughs> and I was like, but no, I I don't think so. And he's mm-hmm. like, nobody, wa- why would you watch lesbian porn if you're not a lesbian? <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know. Because I didn't. Right. And he didn't. Right. Because, every, like, obviously one plus one equals one. Right. Or two, whatever. So, you know, I was, it was just a different time. And that's, that was in 2008. Yeah. And we were still, we're doing our same job now. And that's how far it's come where now I understand why I, I watch female porn. I understand it. I get it. And it's not like a titillating thing that I used to turn men on because I used to just do that. Because like after Kramer was so shocked by it, that was like I would keep that in my pocket just to like as a as a party trick. Be like, why? Well, I, <laughs> I watch lesbian porn. Yeah. Every guy is like, oh, mm. I don't do it for you, bitch. That's the same reason I don't watch you in porn. Right. It's not mm. about you. Mm. That's what it's about, by the way, because when two women are having their time. Mm-hmm. Way more. I'm way more into it because when there's a dude involved, and I don't know why porn is like this, it, it's always, if it's a guy and a girl, it's always shot for the guy. Right, right. Every woman in that porn scene looks like they do not want to be there, or it looks like it's painful, or it looks like it's 
the most fakest fake as F thing that I've ever seen in my life. And maybe I'm just not seeing the right kind. But I stopped after a while because I'm like, I don't I don't want to see this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see a man being pleasured. I don't care. I don't care about you. I'm trying to do me. Right. I'm watching it for my benefit. So as two women, I'm like, we getting our things done. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came from. But yeah, it's it was so weird. But it's cool now that we're actually finally able to talk about it. Right. And to just dig a little bit deeper into why we make the decisions that we make mm-hmm. because everything has a reason for why it is the mm. way it is. Yes. And the more that we can just stop for a second and just be like, okay, wait a minute. Why is porn like that? Like, why do they do that? Then you start to pull back and that's where you start to see our society was built the white man straight white man as the centerpiece. And like I said, and I want to repeat this, that's not a blast. I'm not saying that you walk around, but I'm just saying that that's how it is. And now we can start to dismantle that and make sure that everybody feels like they are a part of America. They are mm. a part of the community. Mm. That's a good point. I, I'm telling you, this conversation, I, I, I'm really glad that David wrote the email, first yeah. and foremost. And I wish there was a better, um, like, a solution. Right. But it just does start with, first and foremost, talking about it. Right. And accepting what it is and what it isn't. And realizing. Yeah. And then being able. Awareness. Awareness. And then being able to move and understand, uh, ingest, and then be like, how can we do better? Yeah. Um, the other day on the air, I don't even remember what I was referencing, but I... We were talking about something, and I threw out the term non-binary. And someone sent me a message, and they were like, that was the first time I've ever heard anyone from a major media outlet use that term, and I've never felt so seen before. Mm. Now, that was just one person that wrote that. How many other people that feel that way, that are that way, that are non-binary, or whatever the case may be, They're like, oh, my gosh, I'm being seen. I'm being felt. And the more that we can open ourselves up, and sometimes it's like, oh, my gosh, we just used to have boys and girls. Well, you know what? We don't have slavery anymore. We evolve. Mm -hmm. And that's what's great about our society is that we are learning and we're opening up our minds and being open to different people's experiences, and that's what I think makes us fantastic. Yeah, like why would you not want to learn something that's different than you and that's really interesting? Like I find it fascinating in an intellectual way and wanting to know more. Absolutely. And maybe it's like a fear thing or I don't know, like learning about non-binary and learning about, you know, various pronouns and things, that doesn't mean that you suddenly have to become that. Right. Like, right. I, I don't know what, where sometimes people get like, Whoa! too much. I'm like, no, nobody's, at, it's like, it's like the people that were against gay marriage. Right. They're not asking you to get gay married. <laughs> so and that's where it kind of like, I'm just like, just yeah. don't you even want to like learn? Right. No. no. And the, act- the, the answer is no. Actually. We're just, we're living in a beautiful time uh, to wrap everything up that, We are being open to different ideas, and I'm realizing for me personally that there are so many things that I suppressed because 
that wasn't the norm. Mm. Like, I have a friend of mine, his name is uh, Nicholas, who lives here, and I am so um, jealous of his bravery because he is a gay dude. Um, he's mixed and works out muscles for days. Bitch can walk a rock a tank top like nobody. One day you'll see him in Ebor with beautiful tank top, short shorts, tennis shoes. You'll see him the next day with a button-up, pants, in high heels. And he's like, I'm a man. He's like, I don't want to be a woman. Sometimes I just want to put on high heels. Why is that wrong? Yeah, it's like you literally can just wear whatever you want. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that wrong? By the way, oh, my God, I saw this great TikTok about this exact same thing. Mm. Clothing is a societal construct, Absolutely. Y'all. Yes. Back in, like, yes. Benjamin Franklin's days, men were wearing heels and long dressy coats and had wigs. Like women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was what men did. And if you didn't do that, people would be like, what the fuck is he wearing? Where is your sh- Where are your heels, Ben? <laughs> and then, like, over the years, Where are people forgot. Heels? And they switched it, and it just switched. It just as a switched. matter of fact, the same thing holds true for pink and blue as colors. Mm-hmm. Back in, like, the Middle Ages, they used to put boys in pink because it was seen as, like, a strong, bold color. Mm. And they put girls in blue because it was, like, pastel. They just did that, and then it flipped, and now we just have to deal with that. So, like, it's all made up. It's made up, and we've just been... Bamboozled. Correct. We just... we No, not bamboozled. We've just gone with it. Oh, absolutely. We, we didn't question because it. Because why would we? Right. We got all of our own shit that we're going to have bills to deal with. We're not mm-hmm. trying to, like, pick apart pink, blue, high heels, who's wearing them. Right. But now we are, because we as a society have the time, and we're questioning. Like, I want to wear heels one day. But I've always been like, oh, girl, I can't do that. Like, I remember years ago when we were in Panama City when I was in Scott's role and I was like, I want a side hustle. Um, and I was like, ooh, maybe I can do drag on the side because, like, I love performing, can't sing a lick, but I got some motherfucking stage presence and yes. I can perform some shit, but yep. I can't sing. But I was like, ooh, how would that affect my career if people, like, I can't be, like, a radio host and a, a drag queen, like, Ooh, no. I was like, maybe I'll go to Tallahassee. I, I'll do it there. And, of course, I'm too lazy and I never did it. Yeah, I'm like, who wants to drive to Tallahassee? I know, like, fuck <laughs> that shit. But, like, why didn't I just do it? Like, what would have been the problem? Like, why didn't I just do that? Like, you do trivia, Scott, on the side. You could be a personal trainer on the side. I could have done drag. What's wrong with that? But those societal norms I put yeah. on myself and I said, nope. I I took that off the table for myself. Correct. I could have been on RuPaul's Drag Race. Could have been. No, I can't, so, so it's fine. Well, there you go. If you ever have a comment like David, thank you, David, for messaging. You can always uh, shoot me an email, miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. Or if you want some Miguel and Holly stickers. Uh, Scott, what is your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, on all the social platforms. And make sure to please rate and review the show. It means so much when you do that. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, please, please, please do that. And then thanks again to Connor uh, for coming on. And make sure to look up the virtual 5K that I hosted and have fun with that. Nice. We'll see you next time. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.